1: Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Someone has humorously said that when we get angry with another person and frown, it actually involves 42 muscles to do so, whereas it only takes 17 muscles to smile and only three muscles to stretch out your hand and smack the other person around the head. As I say, that was meant to be a joke, not a recommendation but it does sadly reflect upon the truth that anger, resentment, and unforgiveness are all stressful to the human body. The key to being able to forgive is knowing that we have been completely forgiven by God. Until you believe the finality of the cross, you will never experience the power of the resurrection. And we need resurrection life in order to forgive others. As Alexander Pope said, to err is human, to forgive is divine. Major Ian Thomas put it this way, It's not difficult to live the Christian life. It's impossible. You and I can't live the Christian life. The true Christian life is Christ living through us. When we realize this, it's no longer a question of, can I forgive that person? The question we should be asking is, has Christ forgiven that person? And he has. The next question then is, does Christ live in me? And he does. Of course, we can forgive when Christ is living in us. We can do all things through him. This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: And thanks for joining us. This week we're looking at forgiveness. And Ken's been sharing with us that Jesus shared several important steps that we need to take when we're faced with the need to forgive others. The first was care or caution. We need to be on our guard against giving or taking an offence. And then we saw that if we're offended, we need to lovingly confront the person concerned. So let's pick up the conversation today. Ken, what's the next step? Okay, all
1: these steps, remember, begin with C. The first is care. The second is confront. The next key word is confess. Jesus said, if he repents, that is, if he confesses, yeah, I did the wrong thing there. The offender simply needs to acknowledge the hurt they have caused by saying, hey, I'm sorry, I did do that. I, I own up and I'm sorry. Now, when he or she does that, the offended person is under instant obligation to forgive. Someone might say, but she might do it again or he might do it again. Well, that's true. In fact, they may do it seven times in a day and say, I'm sorry. We are to forgive them each time because God forgives us each time. Mm. And that's the key, that our our forgiveness of others must reflect God's forgiveness of us. And God's forgiveness of us is conditional upon confession. God never expects us to do anything that he doesn't do in the matter of forgiveness.
0: Mm. Some might argue, though, that on the cross Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them for they know not
1: what they do. How does that fit with that? That's true. And that's what he did. He didn't forgive them. He prayed for their forgiveness. Now, was that prayer answered? Yes, but not until they had repented. Uh, In fact, fast forward 50 days. On the day of Pentecost, Jesus preached a powerful sermon to thousands of Jews. Now, interesting thing is that it's clear that those who were present were responsible for the death of Jesus Mm -hmm. because Peter said to them, you have taken by wicked hands or lawless hands and have crucified Jesus and put him to death. You have done that. And then he says, let all the house of Israel know that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. So he's speaking to those that were at the cross that Jesus was praying for. Uh, In fact, we're told then that when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter, what shall we do? Well, what did Peter say? Repent. Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. So it's clear that though Jesus prayed for their forgiveness, they were not actually forgiven until they repented and believed in Christ. Now, in the following chapter, the, you know the, there's this uh, account of a lame man that was healed, and another crowd gathered, and again, you know, Peter speaking to them, and this is what he says: "The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified His servant Jesus." Then he says this, whom you delivered up and delivered into the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and you asked for a murderer to be granted to you and you killed the Prince of Life. So he's talking to those who are at the cross who Jesus prayed for. And then what did he say to them? Repent. Repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. So it was on this day that they were forgiven, not on the day that Jesus prayed for them after they'd repented. Mm, Interesting. And of course,
0: they'd committed an offence and Peter was pointing out their offence to them. Same as what you're saying here. We need to confront offences too. Yeah. So forgiveness is conditional
1: upon repentance. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Confession is simply an admission of guilt and a desire to turn from that behaviour. Jesus tells us to confess our faults to one another and pray for one another that we may be healed. Now, you can't pardon someone who doesn't acknowledge their sin and and, and who doesn't ask for forgiveness. Uh, God has forgiven millions of people for billions of offences, but he's never forgiven anyone who has not repented. Forgiveness is a declaration that the matter has been resolved. But if the person is not sorry and is not repented, then the issue hasn't been resolved. Mm. So what do we do in a situation where there isn't repentance?
0: How do we deal with the negative emotion that we might feel toward that person?
1: Yeah, well, if an offender is unrepentant, then we must love that person unconditionally. Ouch. Now, (laughs) well, love is not conditional upon repentance. Love is different to forgiveness. God loves the unrighteous as well as the righteous. He pours his blessing upon them daily as he pours them upon us. You know, he tells us to love our enemies. Now, you said ouch because we often think that love is a feeling, but it's not a feeling. It's not easy to feel nice feelings towards those that are not nice towards us. Mm. But love is actually an action. It's it's doing things. Jesus said, love your enemies. And then he went on to explain, bless those who curse you. Well, I can do that without feeling anything. I can bless them. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his son to rise on the evil and on the good, on he sends his rain on the the just and the unjust. You know, yeah,
0: it's in God's hands. But let's say they do confess, they do repent, they ask for forgiveness. What's the
1: next step that Jesus spoke of? Okay, the next step is cancel, cancel the debt. In other words, forgive them if they if they repent, forgive them. Uh, people don't find that easy to say sorry. You know, the prodigal son. You remember he had to rehearse. His speech, he wrote it all down as it were. And I said, well, I'm going to say, Father, I've sinned against you and before heaven, blah, 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 blah. He had, to, he had to kind of rehearse it, go over it, go over it. And people don't find it easy to say sorry. So let's not make it any more difficult for them than it is. So if they confess, say, I forgive you. I mean, don't minimize it. Yeah. Otherwise, we're trivializing the whole thing. But just say, I forgive you. Uh, it, it's dealt with. It's done. Um, now, let's look at what forgiveness really is, though, Phil. We must forgive others as God forgives us. He says, I am he that blots out your transgressions and will not mention them again. So to forgive them is a promise never to raise the matter again, either to the person or to others or to God or to self, you know. Uh, Some say, I just don't feel I can forgive that person for what they did. Again, it's not a feeling. And let me just talk about the way the disciples responded to what Jesus was asking them to do. they said, oh, Lord, increase our faith. You know, we could never do that. You, we, we need super faith for that. Because they thought this thing that we all think at times is that forgiveness is actually changing the way we feel towards other people. We can't change how we feel, not not directly anyway. Mm. Now, Jesus replied by giving this illustration. He said, imagine a man and his servant out working in the field all day. And at the end of the day, the man says to his servant, now you go and prepare my meal and serve it to me. And when I finished Eating and drinking, then you can go and get something ready for yourself. As <laughs> Jesus then said to his disciples, does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? He said, I don't think so. So, likewise, you, when you've done all those things which you are commanded, say, We're unprofitable servants. We've done what was our duty to do. Now, what was Jesus saying there? What was his point? Well, the point is that, you know, this servant, after a weary day working in the field, did not feel like preparing his master a meal at the end of the day. He just wanted to sit down, rest, and eat. But what he felt like doing was not the main thing. His duty was the main thing. Likewise, forgiveness is not a matter of faith or feeling. You know, Peter says, oh, I'll increase my faith. It's got nothing to do with faith. It's got nothing to do with feeling. It's got everything to do with obedience. Just do it. And when we do it, then the feelings change.
0: some help with something we all struggle with at times, forgiveness. And we'll continue our conversation tomorrow. Until then, remember, you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Legg, including the book What's Eating You, which features topics from today's message, shop online at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.